Hi, Gregory. Hi, Thomas. How are you? You were asking people, what is your opinion An of actor the actor Nicholas Cage? C-A-G-E-F-I-G-A. Don't be looking at her too hard now. T. This is a very different and weird question. Oh my God. I really like how he doesn't seem to give a fuck what anyone thinks about him. This is Cage Fight. And I think that's kind of badass. Welcome to Cage Fight. I'm gonna drink me a beer. Hello everyone, it's Cage Fight time. I have, I mean, you don't get to hear this, people, because this is edited, but it's kind of alarming, the shift in in my voice, certainly, when I go from like, oh, are you alright? This is, this is me just exhausted and it's too fucking hot and all that. Are we recording? Yeah, we're ready. Hi, how's it going? Like, the shift almost seems like homicidal in a way. But anyway, like, it, it's it's what happens. I've had podcasts in the past where I've been interviewing strangers. And beforehand, I've been really shy. Before we started, like, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's all right. I've written down a couple of things. Then started like, hey, you're back with uh, this radio show. And I am here with my guest. Blah, 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 and blah, 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 blah. So I can turn it on when I have to. But, you know, it is like high 90s or something. I imagine. I can only imagine it's about 300 degrees outside. It's fucking stupid. It's pretty close to 300, yeah. And because we're recording, we like... We, we don't have fancy studios like like the sellout podcasts. So instead, what we do is we make sure the houses we're recording in, the air conditioning is turned off. So, <laughs> it's, it's hot as fuck. <laughs> if you ever get a yep. sense of urgency, it's because it's a billion degrees outside, therefore it's a billion degrees inside, the air conditioning's closed off, and every door and window is shut. Everyone in our houses are like, please hurry, it is hot. Mm-hmm. That is why these podcasts are getting slicker and slicker. I mean, not this one, we've been speaking for two minutes before we've really done the intros we normally do. My name's Gregory Aiken, by the way, I'm here. You've heard him already, but who's that? Yeah, my name is Thomas Beeman. Brilliant. What do we do here? We're doing cage fights. And if you're curious as to what exactly a cage fight is, well, <laughs> I'll be happy to fill you in. Because the cage fights, yeah. as noted in Urban Dictionary, is two cage films fighting against each other to prove which one is the cagiest. And when we say the cagiest, we mean uh, whatever uh, arbitrary decision we want to make that <laughs> You are correct. And I'd like to give a special shout out right at the front to uh, your friends and mine, the Internal Cauldron of Emotions, the second best cage-based podcast and one of the only two solidly yes solidly second like amazing podcast if you've been over on uh, the cage fight instagram and i see no reason why you wouldn't because what's over at the cage fight instagram mm. lunchboxes fucking coolest shit artwork is over there that's what's over there brilliant shit so go over there check that out oh, if you don't want to follow us don't follow us but follow lunchbox and uh, get involved yeah with by that. far but that's actual good content that's phenomenal phenomenal talented content but over there we've had a bit of chat 
a bit of bants, a bit of back and forth with the internal cauldron. Because we in a few of these episodes, which now I know they genuinely listen to, a couple of times we've oh. referred to them as our friends. In the past, we referred to them as our enemies when we thought they were ignoring us. Turns out they've been there all along, and they're very happy Aww. that we're back. Yeah. Oh, that's so fucking nice. Isn't that lovely? Holy of them? shit. So God, I knew they were better than us. <laughs> this people. I knew like not a not in terms of podcasts, no. just morally and probably ethically better people than we Oh, are. they are better humans, one hundred percent. Although we're gonna have to listen to their shows to see whether they've mentioned us so we can respond to whatever they've said. Because Hell yeah. Occasionally we put questions to other podcasts in our show just to prove that they don't listen to us so we can feel really indignant. I imagine Absolutely. Old Cauldron does the same about us. But their episodes are like three hours. Cauldron, what are you doing? Why are you doing three hour long episodes? Who's got time for that? Do they have a TikTok? Uh, <laughs> do they have clips of that? Yeah. I would love to see a clip. They do videos. They do videos. That's crazy. I don't understand. Good for them. Yeah, I mean... All of this is jealousy. I'm not saying, therefore, they're idiots. I'm saying, therefore, they're better than no, us. No, no, no. But Yes, they, they are doing it the real way but anyway we're doing it the false way this false way uh what films are we looking at today well we are looking at two films one of which is called jujitsu uh. and the other one is running with the devil so very similar titles here very very similar titles do you want to go first or do you want the bullshit jujitsu to go first how do how do you okay <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I just okay. I I I have to hear about jujitsu. Like, what is is this going to be? Uh, I have to know on the onset. Is this going to be fifteen minutes? <laughs> <laughs> well, the the thing is, the, it's so boring, Tom. Oh, it's really? so right. The okay, really? jujitsu. We're doing this. The basic plot. Oh, Christ, there, there's a there's an army soldier who at the start of the film falls over, cracks his head on a rock, therefore he's got amnesia for the rest of the film. For no real reason, it doesn't add anything, it just delays things. We find out that there's a group of jujitsu warriors who are in charge of keeping the world safe from an alien. Because once every six years, a comet goes past the Earth and an alien through a portal comes down and needs to... And you know what will save us. Yeah, they need jujitsu jiu saves us because yeah. the alien, when it first came around two thousand years ago, taught jujitsu to humans and said, "This is how you defeat me." Did Joe Rogan write this? <laughs> no, Sad, like amazingly, <laughs> amazingly not. Yeah, there's there's this alpha male right who comes down and like schools all of these beta cucks. <laughs> <laughs> it, basically right you know stargate yeah and you know predator oh yeah mash those films together but do it badly jujitsu oh wow so so this film is on one of those six years the alien comes back and you've got these warriors who need to not necessarily defeat it but they need to fight it with honor if they die that's fine because once he's killed nine warriors he's happy the alien is and fucks off for another six years if people don't fight him with honor, he's going to start killing everyone in the world. Wait, so the alien yep. is putting this on to them. Yeah. The alien's like, I need you to fight me with jujitsu. Yep. Or else. Yep. Does, is that, is that explained at all? I mean, a bit. Like, it's not justified. It's explained that that's happening. It's not explained why. 
Or if it was, I missed it. it I missed a lot of this film because it was so fucking boring. I'll, I'll come to Cage, obviously. Now, Cage is sure. magnificent in this film. That is the saving oh, grace. Oh, great. <clears throat> That's the saving grace. Cool. You can tell, well, maybe you can't tell. I'm assuming from the acting he does that he, A, does not give a fuck about this, and B, is having uh, so much fun with it. Oh, okay. Because all of the actors... That's a good blend. A lot of the actors, not all of them, there's a couple of big name stars, I forget their name, it doesn't matter, it's a fucking boring action film. But there's a couple of actors who you haven't heard of. Do you ever get this, and it's okay, we're talking about white actors, so this isn't gonna. Mm-hmm. This isn't as racist as it sounds like. But in a lot of action films, do you get halfway through the film and you go... They all look the same to me. All of these Mm. macho, square-jawed, muscle-bound white men, I'm not sure which one's which. Yeah. Like, I I know it sounds weird to say say one group of people. Yeah, protein begins to just blend after a while. Yeah, they all look the same. I know that there was four men and there were two women. So I could tell the difference between if it was... The women oh, or wow, the men. Oh, wow, they had women a part of this cast. Oh, yeah. That's pretty progressive. It, it, that is where the progression starts and rapidly ends. <laughs> so that's that's it. The alien comes every six years. They've got to fight it with honor. And if they die, it doesn't matter. Once he's done nine people, he the alien buggers off back to his world. Everything's safe for another six years, right? So that's going on. <laughs> okay. That's the whole film. This sounds like a fucking anime, by the way. Yeah, it, I imagine it is cut because the way it's filmed, it's split into chapters, and each chapter is introduced by a sort of... You know in the Hulk movie with Edward Norton? Yes. You know they had tons of the comic book things where they would just show, like, a uh, page, and it would zoom into one of the panels, and then the panel becomes the scene that, you, that you're watching and all that. Yeah, they did yeah. that. They did that sort of thing in this film a lot. Oh, interesting. And um, so is it? So is it a comic book or a manga? Is it? I don't know. I started googling it, but I immediately got bored. Like I think it's just <laughs> written by a, a a fan of comic books. So it's set up sure. in that way, but it's not. It's not uh, based on a comic book. It was supposed to have a sequel, but it did so badly. Like it had a budget of like fifty-five million, and it made about eight hundred thousand at the box office. I okay. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like so far, this sounds like just stupid and ridiculous enough to be very enjoyable. It should be. It should be. But right, I'll tell you what. It's nothing like this film, but it reminded me of the film with in as much as all the right components, but somehow they made it not work. Did you ever see Sucker Punch? I did, yes. There is no way, no possible way that film could be boring, but it is boring. Uh, Somehow they made Sucker Punch, which was just written by... they. I, I think it was written by a bunch of horny 14-year-old boys. So there's dinosaurs and, and Nazis and, and, and ninjas and all all the girls have got short skirts and and they jump and then they shoot lasers and 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 then they 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 kiss but really it's like an emily autumn album and just uh, okay this isn't going to be high art but it's going to be exciting no dull shit rubbish it does the same thing all of the components there it should be it should be fun i'm not expecting a great film but i'm expecting a fun film and it's not the only fun things and this comes around to what we care about 
Cage is in it for, he enters about half an hour into this hour and 40 minute film. Turns out he's one of the chosen people from the previous six years ago. Oh my God. But, yeah, of course. But he ran away. He didn't fight with honor. Therefore, he fucked it up and he's been living in shame for this long and he's gone crazy. So he's doing crazy cage acting. He says, woo! So what did he, did he like, wh- how did he not, he just ran away. He just ran away. The dishonorable act? Just ran away like a little bitch. Damn. So how's the world not like alien five? I like, don't know. It does, they didn't think that wow. through. Wow, so the movie broke its own rules. It doesn't have many rules, but it does manage to break the rules it has, yeah. <laughs> but yeah and the guy who's got amnesia like happens upon cage and cage is like i'm gonna train you don't be a bitch like i was a bitch it's easy uh turns out cage is this guy's father which they reveal at the end but they haven't earned any emotional sort of Mm. uh payoff for that so you just go like oh all right so they're related don't really give a fuck but fair enough. It's like they finished yeah, writing yeah. it and they went, "There's nothing. There's, there's nothing. <laughs> what What are we gonna do? Can there's we, nothing here. Can we, ma- we We did all of this and there's nothing. Here. Can we make the older fella like related to the younger fella? We can try. <laughs> like that. It's it's so fucking boring. And but Cage is fundamental and he's acting like he's in a Vietnam movie and he's doing a great job of just going like, Hey, it it doesn't matter, it's like bullfights. You you know you're gonna win, but you wanna fight, you want a good, decent fight with the bull and all this sort of nonsense. And right, the alien, who so f- got such a fucking hard on for fair fighting and that, when he gets cut with swords, he he regenerates a few seconds later. And he's got armor on that none of the others have. It's not fair. It's, it's, oh, where's wow. the honor in that? Oh, by the way, they end up defeating the alien, obviously, by Cage saying, hey, you've got five seconds after you cut the alien before it regenerates, which is just long enough to put a grenade inside the alien. There you go. That's how they defeat it. They cut it open, put a grenade inside it, and then it seals up and then blows up the end of the alien. What did the alien look like? The alien looked, to be fair, looked pretty rad. Uh, the alien <laughs> looks like, what's he called? Is he called like Grandmaster Flash or whatever from uh, Halo? <laughs> yes, he is called Grandmaster Flash. <laughs> but yeah, the, imagine um, a sort of blacky, bluey color uh, Halo person. Okay. Looks like that. Cool. Yeah, so so the alien did look cool. But the, the alien can occasionally go invisible like Predator uh, because jujitsu. Well, what the fuck? He he's like oh he's literally he doesn't actually give a shit about an honorable battle. He's just trying to like handicap his opponents. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's What a bitch. It's all over the shop. I mean Cage is fun. Cage reminds me of Dustin Hoffman in uh, what Dustin Hoffman movie is it where Dustin Hoffman's like, yeah, man. Meet the Fockers too. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he reminds me of Dustin Hoffman and Meet the Fockers too. <laughs> so, don't ask me how I had that looted for me. I'm very, very, I don't want to know. I'm just very pleased that Please you did. Don't ask. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. That's the whole film. There's nothing much to talk about other than, like, I don't want to just be negative. Let's search for good things. I mean, it mm. was, it was it, no, it wasn't fun. It was short. It was an hour and 40 minutes. That's nice. So I'm glad they didn't drag this out for like two hours or something. 
I can't see it being anyone's favorite film. I can't. I yeah. I don't understand who it's. Was the fighting in it any good? The fighting with a with a name like Jujutsu, it's gotta have like good fighting, right? Okay. To be fair, the fight scenes were very good. Like they were choreographed okay. wonderfully. I'm not a big mm. fan of fight scenes because they go on too long. And holy fuck, Thomas, these fight scenes went on so long. They went on so long. <laughs> like uh, they were a good f- okay. five plus minutes. Oh lord! Yeah, just fighting, and you think it's going to end, and then it doesn't end, and then it continues, and mm. and I'm sure they really didn't have anything, did they? No. And if you are knowledgeable about jiu-jitsu, it'd be interesting to... Someone who cares about jiu-jitsu would be interesting to get their opinion on the fights, whether, as a jiu-jitsu fan, it's realistic or uh, exciting or not. But I don't care. About, I don't like mixed martial arts. I don't I don't okay. like boxing. I'll have, to, I'll have to give it a watch. Yeah, then. I don't like fighting. I don't like boxing. Any of these things I don't enjoy. I'm not anti it in any way, obviously. Like, there's, mm. I don't think, oh, there's something morally wrong with it. No, give, give a fuck. Like, everyone, you're, you're adults. You're choosing to beat, beat each other up. Go for it. I don't care. But I don't find it entertaining or interesting. So the fight scenes were boring. And they were one of the main mm. selling points of it. They were very good. If you're into fight scenes, there's probably a lot to like. And they're plentiful. And there's a lot of bone snapping. It's not very graphic. I, I think it's like a 15 or a PG-13. I think it's that sort of rating. So it's uh, the graphic violence of a PG-13. You know the sort. Like Indiana Jones violence. It's, it's, hey, guys. Just rubbish. Cage does a good job. But... He's the only positive thing about it. The rest of the film is just... It's not even bad. It's just dull. Mm. It feels like everyone... It feels like this is a tax scam. Oh, really? Yeah, it feels like everyone's reining it in. Everyone's really phoning in their performance because they just need to spend a certain amount of money for some tax loophole. It feels mm, okay. like any libel lawyers, I'm not actually accusing them of this. I'm sure it's like pretty cheap to shoot a, a film based on combat too. You know, like it's, well, it can't, what's about, it can't be like that expensive, you know? Well, 55 million, according to Wikipedia, which I assume is true. My God. 55 million. And um, yeah, the, the box office take yeah. was seems like money laundering. <laughs> yeah, box office take was about eight hundred thousand. That's yeah. a huge. Like, yeah, they don't. They didn't really care about making money. I don't think. No, so. they did. Like maybe it was something like maybe the production companies. Maybe they had a bundle of rights that were about to expire unless they did something. And they thought, mm, fuck it, let's mm. just get this out, and then we've got the rights of the things that Look, we, we really want. We got the want. name, Jiu-Jitsu, <laughs> we need to do something with this. Yeah, we, we need... We paid this much money, we gotta film something. It, it's just like, can we make an... It, what do the kids like? They love Halo. They love Halo. <laughs> they, they probably like Predator. Let's just do that again. Mm, yeah, let's just do that over. But there's nothing to say. I watched it, and I was struggling. I was... What did I... I made notes, but all my notes are just, like, me say Like, fight scenes are too long. Not sure what's happening. There's a predator fighter. A soldier lost his memory. Long, boring fights. A team go hunting. Mm. Uh, there's a memory lost man again. I don't know what's happening now. The predator's an alien or something. Yeah. <laughs> 
he's the predator is uh, heavily armored. Like those are my notes. Like it's just mm. confused and baffled nonsense. There we go. Hopefully you had better luck. Well, uh, I gotta tell you. <laughs> yes. After I described the movie, mm. so the Running with the Devil, right? Yeah. It's a. It's it was a very interesting film. The film centers around Lawrence Fishburne's character. I, there's like a lot of characters in this film, and it is kind of a Canterbury Tales sort of leaning where we get a glimpse into multiple characters mm-hmm. and they all have a fucking title that like pops up on the screen during their introduction. Like there's some sort of like uh, final boss in a fucking mm. video game. <laughs> but Loris Fishburne's character is the man. Mm. He's essentially a drug dealer and he has been selling cacana cut with other stuff. And uh, the movie proposes that's a big no, no, okay. you know, that's a that's a trouble. And then we run into two sides of his, let's say, he's sort of sandwiched between two forces. Mm. Uh, one side is the agent in charge. I don't know. She works for some agency. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, but her at the top of the film, her sister dies of an OD because of the cocaine he, he had cut with other stuff. It's like fucking people. It's killing lots of people. Because he's cutting it with some crazy shit. Mm. Her sister dies of that, and now she's like, I have a badge and a gun, so I'm going to figure out who be doing this. Uh, so that's one side. You have the law. On the other side, you have the boss, who is... Uh, we come to find out he's like some sort of Canadian politician or whatever. Who gives a fuck? But he's like doing all the Kokanya smuggling. Mm. He doesn't like the fact that he's got product that has that is lighter. You know, it's it's going missing, and also in the states it's being cut with something. And he he's like, don't like that shit. So we got to figure out what's going on. Mm. And then we introduce uh, Nicholas Cage's character, the cook. Now, it's important to note that he's not really uh, because it's sort of Canterbury style. Like, not really, but kind of, it's very confusing. This movie is kind of confusing. Okay. Like, we don't see a lot of him at the, maybe like, <laughs> like the first hour of the movie. I think we, he's in three or four scenes, like somewhat. I think we got maybe 15 minutes of him. Mm. And then toward the end of the movie, we get a little bit more, but he's called the cook and he gets basically wrangled back in by the boss to like essentially figure out what's happening with the cocaine. And we follow the cocaine's journey from the very beginning where the cook, uh, again, all the name, all the names, by the way, (laughs) at the start of this film, the, this child like wakes up and her parents have overdosed and the parents are the sister of the agent. The agent like, freaks out and is like where's the child and apparently that's just like the name for that kid like it's just gotta get it has to give every character this title and for a kid whose parents freshly orphaned mm. to be like where's the child and like it has some sort of weird significances <laughs> this movie is quite strange this movies might be strange enough to be good i'm not sure yet <laughs> but uh nicholas cage is the cook. He is an actual chef. He owns his own restaurant. He doesn't actually do any cooking at any point in time, but he gets sent 
to follow the trail of cocaine from Colombia through Mexico. They run it up into Canada, which is weird. Okay. Actually, I wonder if this whole thing took place in Canada. They <laughs> might have. I, it's very hard to tell. And essentially, at every point, we are like some dude is like fucking up the process. Nick Cage and this other character called the Executioner sort of like write the process, right? Like, let's say someone who is supposed to be transporting the cocaine stops somewhere, cuts a little bit out for themselves. Like, they fuck that dude up, you know? Mm. Stuff like that. And they test it. They keep testing the that batch throughout the process to see if it's ever cut with anything. Oh, my and, God. And, um, yeah, it's 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 kind of crazy. The film also does a thing where it sort of, sort of shows the ending at the top. Okay, I enjoy that. That's good. That's exciting. And you're meant to wrap around. But I have to tell you, this movie does a lot of things, and it doesn't really stick well enough to any part of it. To actually make it feel like it's a thing. Like like I said, Canterbury style tales sort of it doesn't even stick with that, right? right? Like very well at all. It's like at the beginning it's like, oh, we're gonna follow these different characters all, all over the place and then and then they kinda stop doing that. They have all these pieces that they it feels like they're pretty borrowed from different kinds of storytelling and they don't really like glue it all very well together, mm. unfortunately. Uh, so it just ends up being very confusing. But anyways, they follow the cocaine all the way to blah, blah, blah. And Nicolas Cage character finds out that Loris Finchburn's character, like, he's the one to blame, right? And <laughs> then you just kind of find out they have a history together. Right. Like, mid-film. Like, it's not even, it's not ever discussed. It's like an hour something into the movie and... They meet each other, and apparently they have a history, and it's never hasn't been alluded to up until this point. Why do movies do that? Why? I don't know. Both of our films just did put that. little things in. Yeah, either seed it or go without. You don't just seed the fucking. People thing. don't need to all be related one way or another. You can have. It's crazy. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, at the again at the start of the film, it introduces every single one of these characters, and it any point in time you could have had something linking them together yeah. and it would have been so easy uh but it's it's there and it's unbelievable that they've been friends essentially that they need to hike through canada to get the cocaine to the the boss during this hike he like finds out that the guy they Lawrence Fitchburne brought with him he's a snitch mm. he and nicholas Cage shoots the shit out of him nicholas cage is pretty badass in in this movie because okay. he's but he doesn't do a whole lot he's doesn't barely does anything but anyway it's it's cool finally he's like hey i this happened your guy was tracking us what the fuck is going on we we find out like our shit's being cut what's going on like it, it's either you or him and he's like yeah man it's me i've i've been doing the drugs by the way Lawrence fishberg every scene he's in he's high as fuck <laughs> <laughs> there's a scene where he like hires sex workers and then at the very start of the film he like goes into like i don't even know what they're called but he's like watching people do stuff and he's masturbating and it's really weird <laughs> it's really <laughs> fucked up and it's like a scene of him actually orgasming and it's the most awkward like you're like is this bad acting or is this how he comes like <laughs> that's it any orgasm scene in a movie you can't jump to the conclusion that it's bad acting just in case it's like, no that mm -hmm. that is what it is like for them in real life that might be what exactly when lawrence so fishbone it... does the thing that, that bone 
It's like penis. Sorry. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> and oh, in the the scene where he's having sex with these sex workers, yeah. everyone's fully clothed. All right, like as sex should be. Because the naked human body is revolting and it's immoral and <laughs> oh god, it's it's like the it's so weird the the whole thing is very weird. Character's crazy, but anyways, he is he's been you know getting high on his own supply mm. and and now he's been cutting it and and uh, Nicholas Cage is like, look, you know you know what's gonna happen? We're gonna go meet the boss and like you're just gonna have to deal with it. And in the middle of their travel, their travel through Canada is like the most confusing part of this because they just sort of, um, the way it's edited and shot, it's like they just teleport all over the place. Yeah. It's like they just end up where the plot needs them to be and none of it makes logical sense. That's, so it's uh, gets really confusing <laughs> as to exactly what's happening in this part of the film. Was it rubbish? Like, obviously, no, no such thing as a bad movie. We're talking about our own opinion about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was it rubbish? It had rubbish parts in yeah. it. Yeah. How was Cage? Was he enjoyable? He was great. What little he was in the film, he was not doing much or doing very little. Right. He essentially, like, falls off a cliff because Lawrence Fishburne didn't bring him up from the cliff. Mm. Very confusing, but he falls. Okay. He survives that fall, little to the audience's knowledge, because later on, Lawrence Fishburne meets the boss and pretends everything's okay, and then they fly him to Mexico. They basically kill him, yeah. and Nicolas Cage is like, ha-ha, that I... I was alive the whole time, and I can't believe you betrayed me like that old friend and sets him on fire and fucking kills him. Okay. And then, the very end of the film, the agent finds him and shoots him to death, and that's it. Now, you said, in the last episode, you said that you were really excited about having... Because last time we watched Family Man and The Old Ways. Excellent Mm -hmm. films, we both Mm -hmm. loved our films, it was a sorry to uh, choose between them, but it was exciting to choose between them. And you said you Mm -hmm. were excited... To go back and watch some bullshit films so yes. we could have a little bit of harmless fun and we wouldn't feel bereft of a movie when we kick one to the curb. Mm. This is your fault, Thomas. <laughs> it is. What? I decided this. It sounds... I know jiu-jitsu was bullshit. It sounds like Running with the Devil was bullshit. Like, I'm sure it had. they both had wonderful moments if you search mm-hmm. hard mm-hmm. enough. So what I'm concerned about is how are we going to choose one? Yeah, so... <sighs> because... Uh, overall, yeah. Running with the Devil was a somewhat competent film. Okay, that did you enjoy it in any strung, way? Or was it just boring mm, when you were watching There it? were parts I enjoyed. Okay. It, it's really hard to like... Oh, God, it's... it's <sighs> so rarely do we, have we seen a film... Uh, aside from Dog Eat Dog, where, like, on a technical level, it gets really confusing because the editing or the directing or the shots were, like, done in a very confusing way. Yeah. So, it, this was kind of, like, one of those. So, on a, I think in a technical level, it's a, it, it is a worse movie because it's it gets really confusing in areas. Oh. And this, there is some CGI in it that is very bad. Oh, yeah. Like, jujitsu. Um, if you watch it... You won't be confused, and all of <laughs> you won't be challenged. You, no, you're not going to be. You're not watching that for a challenging movie, and anything which doesn't make sense. That's not because you haven't been following it. It's because the film forgot what it was trying to do, and just did mm-hmm. something else. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Uh, and overall, in this film, it was like 
they had a core idea mm. and it feels like they had too many ideas and was trying to string it together in the editing booth and it, it was just a little bit of a jumble mess coming out the other side okay well say what you want about jujitsu but it it's not a film which struggles with too many ideas <laughs> <laughs> You see, I feel yeah. like we're in an uncomfortable position where jiu-jitsu might win. And I'm not sure how I feel about that. Uh, if if it makes you feel better, mm. if it does win in the second round, I'll watch it so you don't have Yeah, to. That, that genuinely makes me feel better because I was... <laughs> uh, it was one of those films where I try not to walk away from films uh, too much because it breaks up the flow and it's not fair. Mm. If you're judging one film that you watch in one sitting against another film that you watch in 10 minute chunks, it's, it's not fair. You need to give the film the best yeah. possible mm. opportunity to show itself. But holy shit, I wanted to... it. I was fighting to not just pick up my phone and go, well, I could catch some Pokemon while I'm watching this. Like, I had to actively stop myself from walking away or doing something else. It was yeah. hard work. I reward. I ate 10 Dino Nuggets afterwards because I felt like I needed a reward. <laughs> I was sat there. Imagine... You deserve it. You deserve imagine it. Imagine sitting on a sofa... Not watching anything, not listening to anything, just in silence, on your own, eating dinosaur-shaped chicken nuggets, and that is your reward. And being happy with that. But, like, oh. I don't know, man. Cage was very fun. Cage was very, very fun. Mm. I could... I want that character that Cage played to be in a different movie so I can enjoy the movie that, and enjoy the character mm. properly. I enjoyed the character, but he was surrounded right. by a boring film. So is there a point where Nicolas Cage is not enough? Yes, there is. Do Have we reached a point where Nicolas Cage being fun and, and interesting in a film just doesn't cut it? The thing is, if Nicolas Cage is fun and interesting, Nicolas Cage has to be in almost every scene to save the film if the film itself is mm. rubbish. Yeah, he has to be the focal point. Yeah, really. whereas it, in Jiu-Jitsu, his character was vitally important, but he had a much smaller... He was like the and Nicolas Cage in the credits. Mm. Mm. So he was in about a third of the movie. Which, yeah. quite a lot for a bit part, a huge amount for a, for not a main character. However, wasn't enough to stop the film. And Nick Cage on his own isn't enough. That's where we're at. Mm. We've watched like 40-odd Nicolas Cage films. We've <laughs> got to the stage where we can afford... <laughs> oh my God, when you put it in perspective. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can't believe those words came out of your mouth. Yep. But yeah, go We've ahead. watched them. A lot of them we've watched for the sure. first time. A lot of them were shit, yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because that man, when you put out that, although you've the thing is you've got bands like the Tiger Lilies and the Mountain Goats that put out an obscene amount of albums, but they're all good. Why can't Cage put out an obscene amount of films and have them all be good? I know he was just in it for the paycheck it's, for a large amount yeah. of things. It's everything surrounding him, yeah, that either helps or hinders. Let's get to it then. Running with yes. the Devil versus Jiu Jitsu. In that. I, battle sure who's who's coming up on top you know i uh <laughs> i i kind of have to say running with the devil okay i'm happy with that because even if it, it's a much more measured performance mm. and and it's a much smaller quantity okay um but 
you get he's not doing anything crazy. He's it's really just straightforward. But when I <laughs> did doggy dog win, I hope that no didn't doggy happen. dog did not win. Um, That's great. You refused to let it because win. I loved that I movie. Did. I fucking love that movie <laughs> i think it's really good yeah and i think that's one of the there's only two times where we've strongly disagreed on this and that mm-hmm. is my me despising national treasure and you despising dog eat dog that's it other than that we kind of agree on most of the films we've seen like sometimes there's slight yeah. disagreements but it's it's sort of like well i don't really see that but yeah well whatever it doesn't matter whereas those i just think that the hills we chose it to doesn't die matter on. how good it is in terms of like nicholas cage mm. if it's just a film that is is that level of quality it just can't right yeah like and I think you know both running with the devil and jujitsu. I think they're films which simply don't work for for us. They do whatever they're trying to do, mm. but they don't work for us. However, mm. what running with the devil is trying to do is better than jujitsu. Yeah, because you want to know something. They're actually trying for something. Yeah, yeah. That that's what I that's why I appreciate most about the film is that they actually went for something. It may not have come together. But I I love the effort. I absolutely adore the effort. In which case, Running with the Devil, yeah, I'm very happy for that to win. Excellent. Running with the Devil, congratulations, you're through to round two. I don't know how long you're going to stay in round two, but you're through to it. Marvellous. In which case, we have another winner. Everyone, thank you once again for uh, for tuning in. Thank you for listening. I hope you've been keeping up to date with what's going on maybe you could drop us a comment maybe you could tell us what you think maybe you could interact with us in some way we're all over the shop you can get a hold of us on places and stuff you could just if you're listening to it on spotify or itunes you can leave a comment you can rate us you can do something like that why not it's not gonna hurt is it is it yeah guys uh feel free to follow me on twitter Thoughts and Flight, F-L-I-T-E. Mm-hmm. Thoughts and Flight pretty much everywhere else, spelled correctly, where you can freely insult me. Maybe not that. <laughs> Dude, just get, Maybe, get involved. Feel free, yeah, to feel free to just talk about the movies. I, again, I love talking about it with Greg, yeah. but m- the more the merrier, of, honestly. Of course, yeah, get get involved and is there something we missed was there a scene in any of these movies where you were like i can't believe they didn't talk about that yeah let us know Uh, yeah if you've ever listened to an episode of this and you've been angry and you've shouted at us shout at us in real we'll listen to you we might disagree we might call you a rude word but we'll we'll i'll I'll gladly have the fight i'll gladly have the (laughs) argument like let's do it let's do it (laughs) when you're not regretfully watching a film about jujitsu <laughs> aliens yeah what are you up to greg i am uh rushing forward with uh better bible series 2 the new batch uh, that that's going ahead you can listen to that on um all of all of the things i've got a million other things which are being planned but i don't think anything's happened i remember about a year ago i was telling you about an rpg podcast that was being planned we haven't done mm-hmm. anything with that yet it's still it's still a work in progress but uh, i'll let you know in good i'm still time. very excited about that and- i, I- I actually can't wait for that. It one. will be excellent. Just better Bible is the is the main thing at the moment. That's starting. There's only about another 
30 odd episodes and then it's finished and then I'll have to find something else to do with my life. But yeah, I've got some I've got some plans, but for one of my plans, I need to find a lot of Americans. I mean, I'm pretty much in the best place for that. But uh, yeah, that's it. Or go gregoraikman.org. Everything's there. I might even update the website at some point other than putting various podcasts up. But yeah, that's me. What about you, Tom? Thomas? Tom? Tom? Tomarino? What's, uh, so what are you doing when you're not will, if you're If you're listening on release yeah. of this, which would be a Monday in the future, I will be working my normal job. So not really doing anything that you could participate in. <laughs> but I will for sure be checking my phones for messages because i'm bored as shit yeah message um, thomas so, go on message him he's yeah give us give us a cheeky little message yeah his job in real life has a lot of downtime so message him it's superior downtimes yeah, yeah, yeah. so feel free to to holler at me about whatever nicholas cage thing you'd like to talk about share with me some news maybe are you interested in uh one of the movies he has coming out uh, maybe you uh, just have a shrine dedicated to him and a piece of a lock of his hair and you <laughs> the picture. Just you go right on ahead and I'll be here for that. Lovely. All right then, kids. You stay stay safe out there and we'll speak to you again soon. Bye-bye. Jiu-Jitsu out. What do you say we cut the chit-chat a-hole?